Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to the sports, sports, sports podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. We're in a new studio. That's right. We're studio, not outside studio. right now. No, we're in the new studio, 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 all the way in another part of town. That is correct. We are in the the new studio, studio, studio. Yep. Which uh, Phil is Phil is taking a lot of debt to acquire. I did. Should be said seventy billion dollars. Yeah, so a lot of studio, debt. But yeah. you know, thank God for Discover Card. It is. Yeah, it's actually the Staples Center yeah, when they're found, not playing things there. That's we found when we the one this. thing you can put on your Discover Card. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The only thing. Regardless yeah. of what, uh, wait, who's the Discover? No, that's American Express. Never mind, bailed on the joke. Yeah, there's no celebrities <laughs> that endorse Discover. Nope, Card. I was thinking yeah. of American Express and Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> which is, Jerry which Seinfeld. is why we're going to get away with this, is because Discover Card doesn't actually have like employees or an enforcement arm. I don't think that they're aware that anybody's still using their product. I don't think they really exist. I think they're the Tyler Durden of credit cards. <laughs> All along, we were a MasterCard. <laughs> dun, what dun, dun. No way. Oh, that's the all of our green credit card of the grass. Joke. No, come Yay! on. The softness of a well-worn glove. Uh, I'm the so bored of this of a child already. eating popcorn at the ball game. This is only baseball. Oh. Presented by Socks. Why can't we get a new sponsor that's less boring? <laughs> Even the sponsor's terrible. But it's not brought to you by. It's presented by I Socks. I know it is. High socks like they used to wear them. Volume, volume 7. The ballpark continued. The Astrodome. Oh, this is this is going to be a lot of controversy about the Astrodome. Yeah. As Major League Baseball expanded west, an expansion team was awarded to the city of Houston in 1962. The team was originally named the Houston Colt 45s because gun violence was still... That's re- fun! Guns! Gun violence! <laughs> I like gun violence! Oh, but relatively, they changed the name! It was How still did... a relatively quaint concept at the time, uh, yeah. before many great leaders were cut down by the bullet in the tumultuous decade of the 1960s. Oh, that's so true. Because game time temperatures would routinely be in the high 90s, city officials agreed to build a dome stadium in order to get a team. A dome stadium had never been built before. Mm. This gave rise to the current belief that politicians often promise things they actually have no idea how to deliver on. Hey, it continues today, right? Yeah. All right, moving on. And along next... with the oh. Vietnam War and Watergate, fostered distrust of government that persists to this day. It's important to remember the fractured nation we live in now is a result of a man saying he would build a dome <laughs> without having any idea how to build a dome. Uh, it's like Brunelleschi. 18 stories high, the roof was fitted with hundreds of lucite windows so the sun could shine through. In fact, the field was originally sodded with real grass. Mm. However, when players complained of glare, the see-through panels were painted white. This allowed players to get a better visual on pop-ups. But any horticulturist will tell you, opaque glass does not let sunlight in very well. Oh, that so sounds true. like cheating. And the grass, the grass soon died. Oh, God, there wow. we go, death! The, to solve the problem, uh. team officials painted the dirt and dead rotting grass green, the color of baseball. Oh, the they no- should. You should rename this segment "Dead Rotting Grass." It's <laughs> a good name for the segment. Bill, you're interrupting Jordan. The 1966 huh. season saw further innovation as the team installed chemgrass, which came to be known as AstroTurf. 
Because Ooh. of the relatively low supply of the new product, the outfield was still made up of painted green dirt until after the 1966 All-Star Game. Really? Gross. This so, counterfeit So they, field, they waited until after the All-Star Game was played there to go ahead and upgrade the... I don't know. I don't know if the game was played there. Oh, it's I just gotcha. after the break. Oh, after, Why are you yeah. using oh, so this voice even for the commentary? <laughs> God. This is my, like, this is my, you know, only baseball voice. This is your, I know I'm being boring to piss hey, off hey, Phil voice. Phil, it's, it's only baseball, okay? There's not as many segments that I enjoy as much as I enjoy only That's baseball. That's because you're a genuinely boring person, Joel. This counterfeit field accurately reflected the fake plastic world baby boomers felt they were inheriting from the previous generation. Ooh. It was also basically a rug placed on top of concrete, so extremely harmful injuries became quite common. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Unlike groundskeepers who maintained real grass fields, Astrodome groundskeepers wore astronaut costumes and used vacuum cleaners to clean the turf in between innings. Really? Oh, wow. That's really interesting. You'll have to trust me when I tell you that this was basically like seeing the Jetsons happening in real time for the 1960s sports fans who thought it was really cool to have astronauts cleaning a baseball field with a oh. vacuum. We're getting okay. so much like history and a whole lot of sort of generational... None of it is sunken. Yeah. From dead grass to dead knee joints. Of all the sports... The Astrodome could happen in only baseball. Oh. Presented by oh. Sox. A command performance on that one. It's almost like it gets longer every time. How many like more of these has like... Sox paid for? Because we should we Zero. Should keep it we going. should cut it off. Sox can't be paying. How much Actually, is Sox paying us? Sox for this? is a nonprofit, so we're doing oh. this pro bono. Oh, what? You know what? This is the you worst. Know what? I can't I can't question. I mean, it's such good work. We should get Mentos back. <laughs> Maybe if we had Mentos back, you know, uh, other segments would come back. All right. Well, I'm going to push on our sponsors so that we can push out only baseball. What's on the show this week? Uh, well, let's see. Outside we, of Echoes. Uh, yeah. We have, uh, we have uh, Aaron Cormer. He is the offensive line coach for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and just over the last weekend. Uh, so are we going to pick his brain about the, the Buffalo Bills running game this upcoming season? No, we're not going to do that. Uh, uh, what we're going to do is, is ask him about an incident over the weekend where he um, assaulted uh, a young boy. Yes! Uh, over, over, yeah. There was, some, there was some conflict involving his beach chairs. Uh, Good. Being used by somebody I'm not on his so. side. He's he's here to tell us that it is not as bad as it 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 was made out to be in the press. All right, so, I look so, you're, so what you're saying we're giving him a chance to clear the air. Give there we go, another person who can clear the air. Yeah, who else is clearing the air today, Joel? Well, Jason Pierre Paul. Okay, oh what's God. he clearing the air about? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> the new name of our interview segment is called "Clearing the Air." <laughs> yeah. It should be. We should feature be. an athlete who is just caught in a poor situation, yeah. and yeah. we give them a chance hey, to explain. Let's go. I, I, for one, am pretty glad that our podcast has become the sounding board for controversial <laughs> yeah. athletes in this country this every is where pr agent in the world is just like oh another controversy better call it the sports sports sports, sports podcast sports, sports, there's sports, no podcast. way this in a real back few back back backfire backfire <laughs> i'm the Stop other voice God. of the same agent <laughs> um, All right, what's, what's jason pierre uh, jason pierre paul uh well, let's clear the air, but he, he he was involved in an incident over the 4th of July weekend where a firework... He's fucking around uh, with fireworks. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Don't Say do that. Say what you will. He injured his hand, and he wound up having his right index finger amputated Gross. because of the injury. Ah, uh, kill he's, him. Put him out here, of his misery. He's here to go ahead and tell us exactly what happened. I'm going to tell uh, him to kill himself. there's a lot of rumors swirling. Uh, Wait, which know. finger is it? Right index finger. Right index That's finger. That's an important one. Is it like one. all the way off too, or is it like at the knuckle? I, as far as I know, amputated. Almost How is he going to type his J's? Save these questions, guys. Okay, for Jason I'll Pierre save the Paul. questions. He's here to tell us about exactly what happened. Okay, F- I'm F- looking F- forward F- to it. Yeah. That F, then, F, 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 F. 
Why? Why? Uh, uh, let's see. And do we have what's the name of that segment? It begins that, with uh, wide. Oh, it the with wide, wide world of weird sports. sports. You're goddamn right. We do. This oh. one's gonna be fun, you guys. All right. As opposed to all the other ones. Yeah, some of them suck. This yeah. one's good. All right. And news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. David Blatt didn't know the NBA was for serious. What? Subheadline: NBA has been for serious since 1984, with a brief sabbatical in 1996 when the Toon Squad defeated the Mon Stars in what is considered the most important game for the continued survival of the human race. Yeah, Space Jam. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was a big game. That was. I was. It was funny that we decided to put Wayne Knight in there. Yeah. The guy who played Newman probably shouldn't have put him on that team. With so much on the line. Right. So much on the found line. Some of the better physique. Less Bill Murray. We all enjoy Bill Murray. National we all Treasure. do. Less Bill Murray. Yeah. More Sean Kemp. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's, Michael Jordan was there, but we really could have put some more good players on there. Lola Bunny was great. Actually, yeah. just, and very sexy. Actually, we just should have had them play the Bulls. Yeah, yeah right? the Bulls bad. were very good back then. That would have been the team to and go with. to placate the tunes, give them all one-day contracts. Maybe yeah. they get mm. in for a minute at the end of the game. The fans yeah. cheer. They right. get up and clap for Bugs Bunny. Ha, it's very I cute. I don't know, Jordan. But but for real now, Dennis Rodman's going to get in and gonna have box to fucking out. You know? uh, if we could turn stakes, back time. Given the stakes, I'd have to say still no. David Blatt. Coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers and guy who called you last week asking that if you hear of any jobs, please just let him know. Sure. <laughs> was a panelist at a scouting school in Las Vegas this week. Mm-hmm. It should be noted that he attended the panel with LeBron James's permission. However, Blatt later admitted that James was under the impression that he would be in the audience at the panel and had, oh, and had, yeah. and had advised him to bring a notepad. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. He, LeBron James is not giving him that much leash. Nah. Uh, uh, basically, the panel was discussing some of the ways coaches prepare for games. Okay. So yeah. this gathering would have been an opportunity to finally learn David Blatt's game plans. Okay. Something viewers of Cavs games rarely, if ever, got to see executed. Yeah. Huh. This exercise in what might have been would be like going to an exhibit of architectural plans for unbuilt projects. <laughs> right. If all of the unbuilt projects were really terrible. Yeah. Right. Like, like uh, the, fa- square pyramids. Right. Right. Like the square pyramids. <laughs> and obviously, like, the really good architect came in at the end and was like, I'm going to go ahead and just build the pyramid myself. Right, triangles. <laughs> like, Fault Line Elementary School. Yeah. Right. Oh, that was a bad that one. Was, that would, a lot well, of kids died. Well, no, they didn't build it. Right. They scrapped it. Uh, Sandals, West Virginia Resort and Functioning Oh, yeah, Coal a lot Line. of kids yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of kids. Or the first design of the Freedom Tower. Right. Yeah. A lot of kids died. A lot of kids died. A lot of kids died. A lot of kids. Said Blatt on the panel... When I came to the NBA, I was under the impression that this was going to be a breeze. I'd been coaching for 23 years at the highest level in Europe. I coached <laughs> in the national team environment, coached professional teams, coached EuroLeague teams. And I thought, I thought I knew basketball. And I thought I knew how to coach, which, in my mind, I did. The paddle moderator then cut off Blatt's microphone as he started hitting his forehead repeatedly and muttering, Stupid, stupid idiot! <laughs> stupid, you such a coach! Again, regaining composure, Blatt spoke, I realized that when I came over here, it was a very different game with a whole slew of things to deal with inside and outside of the game. But mostly it was accepting the fact that my position as head coach seemed largely ceremonial. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Did he say that out loud? <laughs> okay. Uh, Bled also spoke about the schedule in the NBA as far more hectic than in Europe and how this makes game prepping a bigger challenge. 
It's also possible that the extremely high level of talent in the NBA versus <laughs> European leagues could have also made game prepping a bigger challenge. Sure, right? yeah. It might have not just like been it. more games. Could, yeah. It might have been the overall talent level of yeah. the league. Yeah, makes sense. Might have been like, oh, I've never had a team where anybody was as good as, as, as these people. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> Who <laughs> knows? Unfortunately, the event ended in confusion as the panel goers were given promotional LeBron James jerseys, which during the Q&A session triggered a PTSD episode for David Blatt. <laughs> he answered the first question with, You don't get it! You weren't there, man! <laughs> Before telling the other men lined up, wearing LeBron jerseys, to, Just do whatever you want. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm coming home, babe. Then he went into a fetal position on the ground and said, Chris Kyle's a martyr. And just sobbed. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? That's my before bed routine. <laughs> <laughs> Joining us now on the podcast is uh, Buffalo Bills offensive line coach Aaron Cormer. Aaron, great to have you on. Namaste. Hey, how are you doing, Aaron? I'm I'm doing quite well. I feel very centered and you, calm. You look centered. You look like a peaceful Absolutely. dude. You look you look like a reasonable guy. You came in here and said namaste. I don't Absolutely. know what that means, in, but in, I know it's good. Yeah. In Buddhist teachings, they say that the, the stillness of the mantis is a sign of its oneness with the universe. I hate you already, but let's go on. Uh, I, 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 I accept that your feelings are, are ultimately coming from a good place, and even though it's Directed at me negatively, I appreciate you as a, a welcome member of, of, of this oneness that we call existence. Jesus. Is existence a oneness? It is. It is deeply a oneness. How many oneness though? A single oneness. What? He just blew my mind, yes. bro. I'm I smoking weed. Now, I don't mean to sidetrack. That was really interesting, and I'd love to talk about Buddhist teachings with you. Sure. Uh, but uh, we got to bring up, you seem very calm now, but you kind of had an issue I recently do, um, where you yelled at some kids on a, on a beach for yes. sitting in yeah, chairs. Yeah, what was the deal with and that? And you punched them in the face, and let's they were just, just fishing, and they just were just kids messing this around. Was, this, was a, you know? this was a very ugly incident. Yes, uh, absolutely. It, it was truly terrible what happened that day. Right, I what, feel like what the, you did was terrible. The universal yeah. oneness uh, was, was lost for that moment. Yeah, you punched it, a kid. That was really messed I'm, up. I'm, that was really not, not terrible. Not quite finished. I just, I just want to take a second here to say okay, that, okay. You know, that, that I do want to apologize. Uh, I want to apologize to that child. Yeah, uh, yeah well, you're not know, looking at him, and sure. And you shouldn't do okay, it here. You, you, should, you should do it to his face. face. You guys, you guys apologize in person to him. Interrupted me, um, but but just, just you know, I, I, I did want to take this public forum to say how sorry I am and that really no one person owned those chairs. The beach chairs were owned collectively by humanity. No, that's not true. No, like, like you're, the, you're sitting you're in my so chair right now. Actually, I can take I, it back. I have it right Third here. Third time you have interrupted me. Whoa. Hey, I just have right here that the condo association technically owned the chair. So while anyone could use them, you needed to be a member of the condo. Namaste! Whoa. Namaste! Fucking stay! All okay. right? I Whoa. try to come on to the podcast here and apologize for what fucking happened. And you get in my fucking face? Is that what fucking happens? Yeah. I will fucking kill you, you stupid piece of shit. You and all those goddamn bloggers on Deadspin talking about this all the fucking time. I will pound your head into the ground until it's a permanent part of the foundation of this building, you motherfucker. Ouch, my face. Oh, oh God. You all right, Phil? It hurts. You, right? you punched me in the nose. 
You know, we'll, we'll get some we'll get some tissues on that. Uh, Aaron Cormer, it was uh, great to have you on uh, to clear the air. Namaste. Worked, worked, worked great as always, I'm sure. Hey, joining us now on the podcast is uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, defensive end for the New York Giants. Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to be here. It's okay. great to have you on. Great Thank you for having and me. And I can, I can see the bandaged hand right there. Yeah, it's kind of a, a four-fifths of a hand now. Yeah. It's lost f- lost your right I hope, index finger. I hope my finger. It's funny because normally when you see a player in, in a cast or wrapped up, you see that body part. In the cast now, we right. see an empty slot where a no, finger would be, and bandages over that area. It's a phantom finger now. It's with God. My have finger you, joined. Have, are, do you still feel the right finger? I've God. heard that. Uh, I still feel the finger sometimes when I'm playing video games. Do you think I still feel them? God will ever send the finger back to you, maybe in a vision, an apparition. I think the, in the afterlife, my fingers will all be returned to me. That's my dream: is that I will be ten fingered again when I'm in heaven. That's 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 very touching. Yeah, I think it was not a great Fourth of July for me. <laughs> okay, now let's let's yeah, take so this what back. Are we, yeah, what are we I don't want to force you to to make <laughs> me we we with it, but it yeah. wasn't a great Fourth no, of July. Fine. Why don't we why don't we go <laughs> let's uh, unpack this morning okay. of the Fourth of July? Walk us through your day and how you got to the faithful faithful. Well, let me tell you what I remember from today. Okay, so uh, I remember lighting the firework. All right. Do you want do you, do you want to step back at all? Do you want to give us any? Oh, setup? you want to start very early. Yeah, well, like, like some where, context. Where, yeah. Where were you? Right. Was it a family barbecue? Was it a neighborhood? No, block I woke party? up that morning and I set my phone alarm to play John Phillips Who's Home when I woke up <laughs> because it was America's Day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I woke up and I had some wet, white, and blue pancakes. Okay. <laughs> I, I put uh, a strawberry syrup on it. Oh. And then I put whipped cream on it and then blueberries on it so it was red, red white, and blue. white and blue pancakes. Oh, that sounds yeah. very good. Because I love America. That's too. a great that's a great American breakfast. And then a buddy of mine said, Let's go light a firework. A a buddy, I'm sorry, you said a buddy of yours. A buddy of yeah. mine had fireworks in his hand. He said, let's go light a firework. <laughs> you sound like a, a child now. What? A buddy just knocked on your door. Hey, yep. John, John Pierre-Paul, Jason Pierre-Paul. Thank you, that's my name. <laughs> right, not John. Hey, uh, I got a firework. you want to go light them off? And you just said yes. I don't sound like a child. Why would <laughs> no. you say I sound like a child? Now, now are, are you trying, do you have any experience with fireworks? I mean, uh, was this I, like an isolated incident? No, this was actually the first time I ever saw a firework. Oh, my God. You mean in odds? person? Like, no, yeah. this is literally, the, he said you light them on fire and then sparks happen. And I went, what? <laughs> I was excited to see my first ever firework. No, uh, you no, I no. Don't, you have seen a firework. <laughs> I have I have had the flu literally every Fourth of July. <laughs> what? How is that? Literally bot- every time. So you've never. Even, I've had the flu. So you've never even. Your middle name being Pierre, I'd assume like a Bastille Day or no, any other fireworks celebration. You know, I've heard about fireworks, but I just every time I just seem to miss it. There was one time when I was at Disneyland, and then after the parade. Um, someone said, look up there, there's fireworks. And I said, hold on, just let me f- set my phone to silent so I don't disturb anybody. <laughs> and when I looked down to set my phone to silent, I saw that I had a text message and then I wet it. And then uh, I typed in another text message and I set my phone to silent. And then by the time I looked up, it was already done. Oh, I've never seen a firework so before. So this was your one. This, this is your big chance. This is, this the first, is a this truly is a very tragic big chance. incident. This is a very big chance for me. Is this the first time you didn't have the flu on the 4th of July? This was. That's why you I had the pancakes. You must have been so excited. It was, it was kind of, you know, children on Christmas morning? Yeah. I was like the parents watching their excitement. 
Yeah. The kids were the fireworks. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So you. And, and so my friend knocked on the door and he said, it's, it's time for you to break your firework cherry. <laughs> Okay. And I said, I'm not ready yet. Be Did gentle. he say we want to do that with you, a cherry You bomb? said you weren't ready? Mm-hmm. I said I wasn't ready yet. I was nervous. That was... Well, maybe he shouldn't have forced it on you. So what yeah. happened then? I, no, I was still... I wanted to try it. I was just nervous excitement. How is it okay. you know this friend? Is it... Uh, oh, he's my neighbor. He's the neighbor boy from down the street. <laughs> he also... He's also a professional athlete. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. A neighbor boy from down the street, also a professional athlete. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I live on an entire street of professional athletes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they must have, they all kind of come out and watch They all them. come out and they will, every year I hear them all cheering for the fireworks and I never get a chance to watch. <laughs> oh, but, but this was your year. Yeah. So oh, I went outside God. and he said, don't worry, this one doesn't pack too much of a punch. And then I lit it and I held it in my hand. He said, throw it, throw the firework, throw it, throw the firework. And I'm like, throw, throw the fires you jerk <laughs> they said throw the firework and i said blow my tires burke so you you misheard him i misheard him a series of times with comedic <laughs> how many, answers how many times would you say you misheard him about eight seconds worth eight seconds worth. <laughs> yeah. about eight seconds worth missing it and then Did uh ever occur to you that blow- he's saying fire and you have like clues of context. Did any? You know, I thought he was talking about something completely different. Yeah, well, every time. I thought he was. Yeah. I thought he was talking about something that was not related to the firework being <laughs> in my hand. It, it didn't bump you at all or no. worry you. It wasn't a red flag that everything he said rhymed with throw the firework. I'm not good with rhymes. Well, obviously, retrospectively, we can make that connection, Jordan. You but know what? Hind- hindsight is twenty five twenty. It's a little better than 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So then the ca- then all of a sudden he's like, look out, the fireworks going to go off. And I went, what? And then I got really nervous. And guess what happened? The firework went off. It was, just a, it was just a snake firework. It just kind of grew and turned into ash. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's not so bad. Well, Those are kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Your... So then my friend left. He just took off. Why did your finger get amputated? Oh, that's later in the day. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, this was... This was this not... This is the story from earlier in the day. You said to track back oh, the entire day. Gosh. I'm okay, sorry. We sorry. may have gone back you... to... Let's, fa- let's fast forward. Okay, we'll fast forward. So I was at a huge party. There was strippers <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. There was strippers. There was... Everyone was lighting off fireworks, and I was very well accustomed at this time. I was drinking a lot, and I had a lot of drugs in my system. All the neighbor <laughs> boys from around the streets were there, along with the neighbor girls who were all strippers on my street. Strippers yeah. and athletes. This is a hell of a name. I was very drunk, and I lit. At this time, I lit off about a hundred M80s, and every time I did it perfectly. And then, wow, um, that's great! So you'd light them and throw them, that sort of thing. Yeah, and then I bonked an entire six pack of beers, and then I lit an M80 in my hand. I passed out right when the, it was lit in my hand. And when I woke up, I didn't have a finger anymore. I was in the hospital. Oh, God. So you didn't yeah. see the firework explode your finger. No, I actually, I still believe that it was a finger murder. So this is... This <laughs> I'm is sorry, a, I'm sorry. I don't believe that it actually happened because of a firework. I think someone murdered my finger. You think, fa- you up. suspect yeah. foul play. Did you, uh, did you um, ever see Buona Kamaz? No, I didn't. All right, in the first two seasons, uh, she, uh, she was raped in the, in the first season. And she, she was not sure who did it. Really? Yeah. And then I've never, seen I've, ne- I've never watched Veronica. And then Mars everyone thought that she was crazy. It was consensual. And then she later found out that it was the brother of some guy. <laughs> I still believe that my finger was was cut off. I, I, and the, I will not. I will not sweep until I find a brother of one of one of my neighbor boys who who took away my finger. 
Well, this is not... If anybody has any information, I set up a helpline. Okay. It's at 1-800-somebody-cut-off-my-finger-and-it-hood. Oh, hey, Jason. Here, uh, I'm holding up my phone. Why don't you just real quick dial that number? In your phone? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm holding the phone up in front of you. Just reach out and dial it. I have to voice dial now. Oh, yeah. Wait, your phone Your phone probably doesn't I'm have voice so dial, does sorry. it? sorry. It doesn't. you got to reach out and click it. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that they made rotary cell phones. Yeah, your you, phone is very old. Uh, why, why don't we try your other hand? Okay, yeah. I'll try the other you hand. You mock a rotary phone all you want, Jason, but you can't use it because you're missing a finger. Oh, uh, that's it. You're not going to be invited to my parties. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I got I, a little test. I hope there, I'm still on the list. Am you're I? still on the list, Jordan. You, you're a good neighbor boy. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for coming so, on the show. So, 1-800-somebody-cut-off-my-finger-in-a-hood. Just that, remember that sounds like too many numbers. Yeah, but after seven, then you just I pick up the phone <laughs> and say hello, and I still hear people going boop, boop, <laughs> boop, boop as they're finishing the number. So I wait patiently. Is it is it one of those things like it just it burns hearing each point like boop using a finger, boop using my index finger. Boop, they're probably using it's, the right index. It's kind of like that uh, the telltale heart. <laughs> it's the darling of that hideous finger. <laughs> Well, thank, you know, thank you very much, Jason. You, you've been yeah. a, you've been a delight. I'm to glad that I could come on Thanks and clear the air. And, and sh- sharing it the feels story. good to be able to clear the air every yeah. time. I think you did. Something I terrible happens to an athlete. Did. I appreciate the public service you guys provide, letting people come in and we're, clear the air. Anytime an athlete needs to clarify something, we're here for them. Yeah. So. Consider the air cleared. <laughs> For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, a pesapalo. I'm sorry. A pesapalo. No a idea what pesapala. Pesapalo. Is this Italian something or other? It's, nope. It's that Italian pasta that's shaped like your ear. Yeah. <laughs> ah, pesapalo. Nope. Pace Apollo, uh, uh, literally meaning in Swedish, nest ball, which is also referred to as Finnish baseball, is a a fast-moving bat and ball sport that's quite often referred to as the national sport of Finland. Why did you you say it in Italian? Uh, That's my Finnish accent. (laughs) Pace Apollo. I believe it's pronounced Pace Apollo, it's cold. Right? (laughs) Uh, and says some presence in other countries, including Germany, Sweden, Switzerland, Australia, and Canada's Northern Ontario. Wait, what? Just I, in Canada, they have real Ontario. baseball in Northern Ontario. What the fuck? And they that's they in Southern Swedish Ontario. Baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Northern Ontario is the Wild West, man. <laughs> uh, the game is simable. Sim simable is similar to brand ball, which we've done, rounders, and lapta. 
as well as baseball. Okay, that might be <laughs> the easiest way to wrap our mind around it. Yeah, <laughs> Joel, don't ask what another weird sport is when you're hearing about one weird sport. Oh yeah, it's a silly question. Next week, lapta. Nope. Uh, Pace Apollo is a combi- uh, combination of traditional uh, ball batting team games and North American baseball. Pace Apollo was invented by Lori Tashko Pikala. <laughs> Right. In the 1920s. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make sure to Wikipedia Lori Taco Picala if you want to know more. Uh, Pace Apollo has changed with the times and grown in popularity. Ooh. Especially because this podcast now covered it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be big. The basic idea of Pace Apollo is the offense tries to score by hitting the ball successfully and running the bases while the defense, as in baseball, tries to put the batter and runners out. Okay. okay. The most important difference between pace of ball and baseball is that the ball is pitched vertically, which makes hitting the ball as well as controlling the power and direction of the hit much easier. So it's slow pitch softball. Yeah, it's slow pitch softball. Wait, what does pitched vertically mean? It falls, it goes up it. and down. Oh. Yep. I thought it was like, like a, a trap door opened up and a ball <laughs> just pops up and the hitter has to hit it. I'm that like, would be very literally the, vertically. The pitchers stand on a, a platform that's like 60 feet above. Right, and just, just throws it, chucks it down. down at him. Finally. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. Wouldn't we should it? invent that. So, uh, explain again about how the Finns think that slow pitch softball is, is a new sport. Well, because this game gives the offensive game more variety, speed, and tactical aspects compared to baseball. The fielding team is forced to counter the batter's choices with defensive schemes and anticipation. Mm. Still, it becomes a mental exercise. I mean, it still sounds like baseball with shifts. Yeah. But a mental exercise because they're going to hit the ball damn near air time. Okay. Right? Because but it's like... Still. Right. Yeah, because they're going to hit it more, so we got to uh, maneuver... All right. Yep. All right. Okay. It makes sense. The manager has an important role in Pace Apollo, leading the offense by giving <laughs> signals to the players using a multicolored fan. <laughs> fan? That is you a, heard me. That's a very important job for the manager. Yeah, it's kind of like kabuki. Are we talking, yeah, like kabuki dance fan? Yeah, they, talking... they take their fans and then they do kabuki. Or are so. we talking like a guy they pull out of the stands who has multiple ethnicities? Oh, Joel, that's oh, very racist. No, I don't know not worth it. Feels racist. <laughs> the defensive team play is directed by the manager's orders and hand signals by the fielders. Uh, Pace Apollo was also a demonstration sport in the 1952 Summer Olympics held in Helsinki, Finland. Oh, I can't imagine why it was a demonstration sport that year. They yeah. <laughs> demonstrated it. Uh, they had a Summer Olympics in Finland? Uh, yeah, of course. A summer Olympics? Summers there are beautiful. Okay, we only have time for one of these segments, so what do you want to hear? Rules, players, equipment, or differences from baseball? Differences, differences from, ba- from baseball. Okay, it's He's bulleted. The, uh, the first bounce of the ball is decisive. It must bounce within the play area and may then roll over a line and still be in play. The back line of the, uh, on the fly counts as a foul ball. The foul lines are also on the sides and the front of the field. So if a player aims high and hits very hard, uh, that would be a certain home run in baseball. It's counted as a strike or a foul in pace Apollo. Okay. So, so bounces in play, fair ball. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get a home run. But if you hit it too far, it's a, it's foul. a foul. There's like a foul line. Yeah, uh, there's I a gotcha, yeah. foul line in the back. Yeah, it's more like handball. 
they finally they finally thought, you know, we like this baseball game, but you know what? The home runs are a little excessive. <laughs> yeah. They're gauche, if anything. Yeah. yeah. People like the tactical nature of it. Right. Listen That's why they call baseball the sweet science. <laughs> Catching a ball in flight is not an out, Ooh. but forces all runners advancing at the moment of the catch to return to their base, which is called a hava, literally a wound. Uh, they still have to reach the next base safely as normal. So they have to tag up. Yeah. So it's all tagging up and there's no outs for caught, caught in the air. Yep. Does the guy get to run if he hits it in the air? Yeah. Yeah. He's still running. Oh, and, and they have to tag Everyone up and then to they have to get up. him out. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. That's very different. It's very different. Instead of a batter's box, the home plate serves as a pitching plate, which is round with a diameter of 0.6 mattress. All other batting team players stand in a semicircle near the batter. Oh, so they all, like, hang out. They all hang out. I think they're probably very supportive. Like, hey, let's go, Joel. Let's get a hit. Yeah, instead of, hey, batter, batter, hey, batter, batter, swing, they're like, go. And I guess if they're lobbing it in, less danger that you're going to get one fouled into the groin if you're encircling the batter. Yeah, Mm, true. Uh, Players generally have little difficulty hitting the ball, so the main target is not just hitting the ball, but selecting a suitable type of hit and directing it correctly. There are many different types of hits used. Here are a few examples. Snap uh, hit is normally used for advancing fast runners between bases. Aim to avoid defensive players, usually in such a way that the ball takes a hard spin. Oh, okay. I got it. Put put a little English on it. Fly hit, an intentional high hit to be caught, often used to give way for faster runners. There's a high drive aimed to drop to the field between midfield and outfield with a top spin. Excellent for scoring. Ooh. Joel could have used that in college. Hosing. And a bouncer used to advance fast runners, hit downwards very hard to be bounced right next to the front arc, aimed towards the base runner, uh, to, uh, aims towards the base runner is leaving. Oh, aim towards the base that the runner is leaving or to the center. Okay. It's technically very hard to perform and only used for advanced players. Okay. So you gotta be cautious. Uh, so a home run is scored if a batter advances to the third base on his own fair hit. After a home run, the runner will stay at third base and continue as a normal runner. So a home so, run is nothing. Home run is really home, a triple, a home run basically. Is a triple. Yeah, a home run is a triple. The biggest hit you can get is a triple. Is so they removed saying. home runs, and then they called triples home runs. Yeah. Okay. That is stupid. So that's the difference. Guys want to play? Nope. Nah. And that brings it on to another <laughs> wide world of weird sports. Oh, you guys, if you want to play the fun games, I present it to you waste time. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings the close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. Well, wait, 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 Phil. Yep. You know why don't we have Jason come back in? He cleared, okay. he cleared the air. That's fair. Let's have him give the contact info. Thank you for having me back, guys. I appreciate it. Um, so you can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloudcom sports the number three podcast. That's soundcloudcom sports number three podcast. You can put it on your phone, and then you and all the neighbor boys can listen to it and have a great time. Uh, you can uh, find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. Uh, it's sports the number three podcast. And while you're there, make sure to follow and leave us a nice little message. Um, and if you find out where my finger is, you can also tweet that at sports the number three podcast. 
Or you can go to uh, a sponsor at Sue.co. That's TSU.co slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. Uh, and it's a, the only social media site that pays you to post. And every time you sign up through that link, we got a little money too. So make sure to sign up and give us likes and follows and be, be kind. Thank you very much, Jason. Thank you. You're welcome. I miss my finger. Yeah. Hey, you don't hang out with those bad neighbor boys anymore, okay? That, I'm sure it was a bad neighbor boy that took my finger. Hey, guys. Hey, Joel. Joel. I'm going. That's just wrapping up the podcast, yep. buddy. Hey, do you notice there's something sitting under Jason's chair? No. Nope. Hang on. I'm real quick and I'm just grabbing this. What is this? It's a. Oh, God. It's a firework. Ah! Damn it. Oh, my finger. Oh, he blew off my finger. That son of a bitch. Excellent object work, Joel. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.